This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup with Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. If you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress, whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's Better, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. You have to try a lot of things. Mm. You have to experiment. You have to That's play in the sandbox. And here's the trick. Here's the ultimate kicker where you can never lose. You keep playing and you keep iterating until people start to gather around. Because you don't even know your magic. So you need to cr- the crowd to teach you a little. It's impossible to lose, guys, when you, do, when you live your life like this. gentlemen thank you so much for another episode of the coffee breakup <laughs> yeah man we're super excited we got nicholas crown with us Mr. Crown. we I'm are pumped. honored to have you here uh, and i'm super excited i can't Appreciate say it, it i said yeah. it a couple of times but i keep saying it yeah and um I, i'll be honest with you when you first and i think most of the people when they finally realized or, or kind of got to know you was rich versus really sure rich, right that's probably when you blew up right that's when i, I mean, followed you, dude it happened so fast um it, it was millions and millions of impressions in the neighborhood of three months. Um, and it was a total experiment that I ran from my living room. Uh, and I vowed to myself that, you know, the thing about rich versus really rich is I, it, it, it broke all of my own rules. I pr- promised myself, dude, you are too old to be making up characters and filming them in your fucking living room on your iPhone. You know, just don't do that. Yeah. Hey, if you want to do marketing tips, you want to do nomading, you want to do finance stuff, you want to talk about trading, you want to talk about how to dress, you want to talk about my morning routine, just don't do characters, Nick. Who's going to take you serious? Who's going to take you seriously? You're too old for this shit. And I was 30 days, I was, I, I bet myself, you're going to make a TikTok in, in private, you're not going to tell your friends, because there's nothing more pathetic than gearing your friends up for a massive failure, like I'm going to be TikTok famous at yeah. 36 or whatever I started, right? And what I did was every day for 30 days, I think by day 15, I go, I can't do any marketing tips. I hate this. You know, anyone could do this. And, and you know, this is obviously before ChatGPT, right? So it's like now anyone really could do yeah. this. Yeah. Then it was like, okay, I'm like, dude, if you can Google it, I'm not going to do it. Mm. So you can Google top cities, you can do Google travel plans, you can Google how to wake up a better way. And I said, what's some weird thing that I'm into that nobody else can touch? And I have my entire, not my entire life, 
I had been obsessed with this this wealth culture, this idea that one person walks into a room and is a complete jackass, and the other person walks into a room and the whole place lights up. And the more I played, number one, the first idea I put out was a restaurant scene. I don't know why. The restaurant is the front lines of human behavior for me. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, it's yeah. the front fucking yeah, lines. Yeah, you would know too. Yeah. yeah. I work at a restaurant. Okay. So you see, so you uh, see the yeah. good, bad, and the ugly. You see everything. You see everything. You see the best of humanity and the worst. <laughs> and the worst. <laughs> a lot yeah. of times the worst. <laughs> yeah. I, and I don't know why the restaurant is where I picked to start, okay. but it was a great place to start. And it's still, you know, if you look at the skits and we were to run the data. Anytime it's in a restaurant, you're gonna you're just the the skit crushes it. Really, yeah, really? crushes it. It's so relatable. I was thinking that. Um, no? So so I started this skit, and, and basically one character is. It wasn't more rude, or it was one character was just hassling, hassling the server. Like, does that what what's the ingredients in that thing? And and that was the beginning of the rich guy, and then the really rich guy was just like, hey man, you're busy. I'm busy. Two beers and a steak. <laughs> you know, come, don't come back here unless you hear a gunshot. Yeah, that yeah. was the first joke I made online, and that did five million impressions. I think in about forty eight hours. Fuck yeah, yeah. Well, wait, you record? Was this the first time that you recorded there, like by yourself, the TikTok? Where you're like, this, this is, is going to be the first time I've one? ever acted. Period. Really? Yeah. Really? And you were in a real restaurant in a real setting? Or no, was no, it was. Like a, I was just in my freaking living room in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had just shut down. I built a. Uh, a growth agency, a digital growth hacking agency. I grew my, you know, I have these magic numbers in my head. I want a hundred grand a month. I got it to a hundred grand a month in six months. I was miserable. I had no free time. I sh- I told my girlfriend at the time, I am going, all this money and all that we do, whatever we want, it's going to be gone. Yeah. I've been rich. I've been poor and I'm going to, and I've been rich and now we're rich and I'm going to be poor again. And I'm, um, and I'm just letting you know, if you want to stick around, you can stick around. If you don't, you know. She goes, I don't give a fuck if you sleep on my couch. I was like, all right. I shut the business down. I fired all my clients and I started making these TikToks, dude. Yeah. You just jumped into it? I just jumped into it. I don't know why. Something, something, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't want to get this, all this spiritual. Had, this had to have been after you posted the first one, though. No, right. I shut my agency down before I, I was like, I, I'm not going to, I'll die, you know, I'll die continuing on this way. Dude, but but what changed from oh man, I'm like, what are my friends gonna say if they, if I talk about this in my age posting? On oh, dude, media if this to, didn't work out, I was gonna have to do something else. Of course, if this didn't work out, yeah. I was gonna do something else. You know, I wasn't gonna give up, throw my hands up in the air. I just wasn't going to. You, you don't want to be rich and miserable, okay? Uh, I've been yeah. rich and miserable twice, okay, and it is it is very 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 soul crushing. Um, I don't recommend the. The, the fucking phrase is, I'd rather be crying in my Ferrari than laughing in my Toyota. Nothing can be more obnoxious and idiotic than that statement. That's the rich guy. That's the talking. rich guy. Mm. That's the rich guy talking. You know, and people say, where do you get these characters from? Well, obviously, they're both inside of me. You know what I'm saying? They're both parts of me, right? These characters, my 20s, my 20s, I was obnoxious. I was in your face. I, I I thought that competition was the only way to get ahead. I would, you know, do anything to make money. You had to also, like, feel like you had to prove yourself. Like, look oh, at me. Dude, mm. everything was a proof. Everything was a name drop. Everything was a look at me. Everything was a, I do this. I make this much. I go here. Every single possible action in my life and out of my mouth in my 20s was an attempt 
to impress you. And, and, and quite frankly, man, I, I want to hug that 20 year old mm. version of me. I, I he was a really pain hurt person and he needed some love and, uh, he, he just wasn't getting it. Yeah. From the outside world. That's great. So how, and yeah. forgive me. How old are you now? If you don't mind me asking. 37. You're 37. Yeah. So your journey started in your mid thirties, like the the journey in terms of oh, like the yeah. social media. It was so fast, though, because I feel that I, I mean, when when was the first time that you that you posted one of those videos? Do you remember when? Two years ago. Yeah, two years yeah. Ago. yeah I'm only two years in. Was it that long? Yeah, I'm saying it's like it feels like it was kind of like yesterday, to be honest. But then with COVID <laughs> and everything, this was like in the middle of in the midst of COVID. No, it was like right on the, on the outside of. curve. I would yeah. say. Yeah. the end of one well, of the end, but yeah, actually, kind of yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah. And so you, you took a chance because you were like, fuck, like I'll leave yeah. my day job. Yeah. I'll give up everything else that is secure and comfortable. And Not my day job. Uh, it was my company. Okay. So, okay. so it was my company I built from scratch. It was still my baby, but I built a fucking evil child. You know, I built a business that was going to kill me. So okay, this is important for everyone, like for everyone to know. And for you guys, I'm just meeting you guys. It's like yeah. my, my, the last time I had a job was on Wall Street. I worked on Wall Street for seven years. When I left that, I was like, I got to build my own shit because I was incapable of working for somebody else. I was also incapable of feeling the rewards if it, if, if I, if I wanted my paycheck to be tied directly to if I did something good or if I fucked it up, you know, and, and for me that, that I had to leave Wall Street and go out into the wild this story is crazier than I'm even letting on. I mean, I, I left Wall Street. I went to play in a rock band for two years. I spent millions of bucks. I ba I bankrupted myself. I literally had no money, zero. This, like this is like the rich to poor. Rich to yeah. poor. Yeah, I I went from millions to twelve hundred dollars in about five years. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I mean, I was on the radio. Our band was on the radio. We played House of Blues. It's been a crazy journey, yeah. gentlemen. But, talk, man, I've been through just some painful situations. What was the name of the band? The Cold Water Electric. The Cold Water Electri Electric. Yeah. And what were you doing on Wall Street, if you don't mind me? Give I was me a like trader. A little bit. Yeah, I was a, a trader? Fixed, fixed income trader. Yeah. So entrepreneurial, and this is one thing I talk to you know, my audience and my friends about, you don't need to start a company to be an entrepreneur. You can be an intrapreneur. So I was running my own, they call it a desk. I was running my own business inside of the bank. And this was, this was tasty, but it just wasn't enough. Also, if you're a creative person, if you're an artist, if you're someone who wants to make people laugh, if you're, if you're someone who wants to play music rather than crunch numbers and you find yourself all day, staring at four screens and worrying about latency, fiber optic cables run into the fucking exchange. You're just in the wrong goddamn place, no matter how much money you're making. Yeah. So then, so how did you even get into Wall Street in the first place? Like, study my, passion study my ass so off. So you wanted, like at one point you wanted this. This was a passion. <laughs> I thought I wanted it. Yeah. Well, I wanted course. to be rich because when I grew up, I was, I was just felt l overlooked. And I was like, how do you not be overlooked? You get rich. 
Mm. How do I not, how do I have everyone remember me and, and notice me? You get rich. Because I wasn't really good at anything when I was a little kid. I was like, I was a good, I was pretty good at guitar. Um, I was a good student, but I wasn't the star on the lacrosse team. You know, I wasn't the coolest guy, you know? All my best friends, they'd move away. Mm. So I'm just like, how the fuck do I get out of this mediocre feeling mm-hmm. that just made me miserable? And it was go get rich as quickly as possible and push everything down and worry about it later. All of your emotions, push it down. Push it down. And I feel like that's also, um, I guess most men are raised that way, wouldn't you say? Like, don't feel, don't show, just deal with it. I don't know, man. I certainly, I certainly received the perfect recipe of being unseen. I don't, I don't think that I, I don't think that my parents split up. I don't, I don't think anyone gave me a hard this way or that way, to be honest with you. Yeah. I just sort of figure out what the hell I was going to do on my own. And I'd rather be dead than be mediocre. Okay. So that was one thing I knew. Um, Mediocre meaning in the middle. Yeah. Just good enough. Kind of this, kind of that. Which is kind of what you felt at the time. Growing up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgettable, you know. Forgettable. Yeah, you were tired of it. So you were like, okay, like, how can I not have that feeling? I got to be rich. And how can I be rich? Just go to Wall Street. Follow the money, right? Yeah, because let's remember, everyone who's listening... You know, the gold rush, this was the tail end of I can still get loaded on Wall Street without being a fucking genius. Mm. This is still the tail end. Of course, I joined right at the worst time possible. I joined in 2008. It's a financial crisis. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. So, I was so cleanup, I bet that you had to clean up. Right? I slept under my fucking desk. Like, uh, I, I'm the yeah. guy that lent Lehman $3 trillion and then they didn't give it back. Like, that was my, <laughs> oh. that was like my first week. At, w- at work. Insane. It's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So here's the best part, guys. Okay. <gasps> you go to Wall Street. You, you plan your whole life to get rich on Wall Street. You go in 2008, and your, fir- and your first bonus is like 5000 bucks. And I wanted, a, I wanted 100 I wanted 200 My first bonus was, I, 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 made, a t- I made a TikTok about it. The guy that handed it to me was trying not to laugh. Because it wasn't even, it was probably previously impossible to give someone under ten thousand dollars on the trading floor for your for your first year. It it it, it was it was a crushing moment, you know. Because number one, I'm not saying I added so much value to the bank. Don't think I'm sitting here being like I was the man. Yeah. No, I was um, I was expecting something for doing not for not doing much and i got handed nothing uh and it broke it fucking broke yeah, broke yeah. me because i'm like you know wait i went through all this trouble to get here and i didn't even get paid no and, and on paper you would see i mean you'd look at all these movies and all these uh you know everyone on wall street these stockbrokers yeah. they're all making money um boiler room have you seen you've had to have seen <laughs> Dude, of course. Of course. I mean, have you seen the movie? I memorized Boy, these f- fucking movies. Dude, it was just like all these guys, I mean, they were just running like the company to the ground. It was like illegal shit that they were doing and it comes to light. And yeah, all these guys were just flexing, you know, getting all this money. And then it's, 
Yeah, I mean, it seemed like you look at it in movies, you're like, oh, everyone was on Wall Street's <laughs> making yeah. all Here's this the money. Problem. You see, we it. all take our life advice from Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we take our hey, well. And then I'm going to be a race car driver because I watch Ford v Ferrari. Like, you know what? I bet being a race car driver isn't exactly fun and games. Yeah. I bet it's I bet it's psychotically um, taxing and focused and ex- draining. And not to mention, it might kill you. Yeah, right. True. It might actually just fucking kill you. Yeah. True. Um, so did I take my cues the same from the same uh, films? And yo, you bet you bet I did. Uh, and I believed it. You know. My 20s was a period of me thinking I was a badass, but I was really hurt, really angry, and really fucking naive. Um, Because I also thought, hey, I went to a good school. I graduated cum laude. I know the right people. I'm just going to be rich. Nope. Yeah. You had like the perfect recipe, like basically saying, oh, I know the guy. I have graduated with this, went to this school. I'm going to be on Wall Street. Yeah. It's only inevitable. I'm good. Yeah. I might as well sign up for the country. I might as well put my name in for the country club now yeah. because I'm good. Yeah. You know that. You know that. I'll buy the hundred grand bond later. It won't even. Be, it'll be a rounding error. And it was the most. It was like a bucket of ice water getting thrown in my face. So nothing makes me more angry um, than when people say, you know, that. It, well, you know, the comment section gets pretty toxic, as you guys know. Yeah, yeah. You know, when people say, "Oh, you know, Nick, you just had this cakewalk," it's like. Every single thing I've ever done went wrong until this. You know, every single thing I've ever done in my life failed. My dreams of being on Wall Street, I mean, I survived. I'm a fucking, I was a chameleon for seven years, you know, but it didn't work out the way. It wasn't even the thing that I wanted. So like you're there the whole time. You're like, I want this, right? I want this, right? I want this, right? So I have a program that I play in my life now where I'm like, make sure you want this while you're in it. Make sure you want that. Make sure you want that car. Make sure you want this part, this apartment. Make sure you want the, make sure you want to live here. Make sure you want this relationship. Mm. Check in because I've been fooled so many times. Yeah. Yeah. But then you took, you, you made the decision to almost take back control of everything when you said, Hey, I'm out of here. Yeah. But how did you persevere for all these years when you were like going through fucking hell and back? How did yeah. you like well, make I, it? I can imagine that you're probably just dealing with it at one point because that's probably all you knew. Maybe. I think I am. I'm one of those people that feels like he. it's the world versus him. He's alone. Mm-hmm. He's on his own. And I carry that with me. And I carried that through this crazy journey that has led me here. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm still dealing. I'm still working still through going, this. You're still working. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I do not have all the answers, guys. Right, right. But in terms of these characters that came out of quite literally thin air, <laughs> you know, um, these characters give me a goalpost. You know, don't go there. Go here, because every day you wake up and you can go to the rich guy, and you could get annoyed in line at the Walgreens, <laughs> or you can just say. This isn't that big of a deal. Mm. Also, man, you're just doing your job. Yeah. You know, you've probably had a rough night last night, and that's why you're, you're not giving me top-level customer service at the <laughs> register. You know what I mean? Like, like, like these little things yeah. don't mean anything. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, these characters give me a place to point to, um, and my audience has 
really been the educator here because they taught me that it's much, much, much deeper uh, than money. Mm. And they taught me just how deep it could go. So deep that I think there's an entire philosophy here. Um, and uh, I signed a major book deal. So That's it's going to be a philosophy. Congrats. Yeah. Amazing. Congrats to it. Thanks, man. Yeah. So How sick is that? You guys That's get awesome. to read this fucking thing in a couple months. couple months? It's I need to deliver this book by December 1st or they I think it's like they, null and void. Yeah. yeah December 1st. You being a writer, you think that's possible? But how much have you written so far? So the way that you sell, number one, I know nothing about selling. I'm, I'm a decent writer. I have okay. a newsletter. I love to write. I, I obviously like to write these skits and I'm a sure, yeah, wrote music that, for yeah. a good chunk of my sure, life. Yeah. So um, I have the entire book. You sell a book with something called a book proposal. Mm-hmm. Did I know that? No. Right, so I'm shopping around for agents. By the way, everything I do, I don't know how to do it. I just learn on the fly, right? Yeah. So anyone's like, "Fuck, Nick, how'd you write a book?" It's like, well, I broke it down into little steps, and I said, if I was going to write a book, what would I do? Well, first you got to find a book agent. Okay, well, how do you find a book agent? Well, you get a bunch of emails, and you write a really good letter, and then you send out a bunch of fucking emails and wait till someone writes back. That's basically what I did. I, and he said, well, you know, what, what do you have so far? I said, oh, I have a manuscript. I send the, the manuscript. He's like, dude, he's like, this is, this is really good, but this is not a manuscript. He's like, if you sign with me, I will work with you, fight tooth and nail to make this a true. He goes, and by the way, you don't sell a book with a manuscript, you jackass. You sell a book with a proposal. I'm like, what's, what's that? He's like, if you sign with me. I will handhold you through this. No other agent is crazy enough to do this. Right, right, right. I will handhold you through this, and we will create the most badass proposal together. And that's what we did. I turned down another fancy agency. They did 50 Cent's book. Like, they did a bunch of big-time celebrities. You know, 50, 50 didn't... Well, I love 50, by the way. <laughs> uh, full disclosure. Yeah. I'm not sure if 50 wrote his book or not. Anyway, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Probably not. It doesn't matter. nowadays. Who knows? ChatGPT can write a new book for 50 if you oh, really want it. Exactly. Yeah, I can already imagine. Have you already been using, you've been implementing it too, right? Oh, I have an AI company. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw. Okay. I yeah. saw. I t- let's, yeah. yeah so I use it for more things than I'll, I care to admit. Yeah. I, I, amongst gentle company. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking dope. Man, so then, so when all these like characters started coming to you, right? Um, I want to give you, you know, some some kudos and some flowers because it almost made, it almost shed a light to what that 20-year-old version of you mm-hmm. and how, I mean, no offense, but how obnoxious yeah. those people are yeah. because they, they actually exist. There's yeah, so many sure. of these people out there that you just, like, yeah. even me, like, I, I mean, I'm not working in, a, I mean, I'm working for, for, for a pretty big bank, but, you know, I work in the center. It's not like I'm dealing with, like, these high network clients either, but you have some guy, I remember one time he came in here and he's like, oh, yeah, I need to do something really quick. By the way, yeah, I have a lot of money in my account. And I'm like, okay. okay. And I've, I've seen money. Probably right. not the money that you've seen, but I've seen money. Sure. And then I'm like, oh, man, this guy, he's walking in here saying he's got money. Usually Could be interesting. Usually it's a red flag, what I've learned. Right. I look up the guy's name, and, you know, he had good, he had money, but it was like, he had a hundred thousand dollars. Nothing for him to be walking in, you know, dragging his dick on the ground. Right. Like, oh, by the way, guys, I have a lot of money. Someone should take care of me. And I'm like. Like, who do you think you are? Well, it's just the wrong way to just, hey, th- this is the ultimate trick, right? 
If for once you just put all of that aside, the money aside, imagine if that same guy walked in and goes, hey, man, dude, that tie looks, that's a sharp tie, man. Where'd you get the tie? I'm like, oh, I bought it over there. Oh, cool. Anyway, I, I was just going to pop in and check, check up on my, on my account. What level of respect would you have for that person? I've had clients like that and I've hit them off. In fact, I've had them in, in this podcast, not this podcast room. We had them over in HCAB back yeah. in the day. But yeah, it happened like that where he came in like he was a regular guy. He just yeah. started talking to me. And when I sat down with him, I'm like, Oh, oh, okay. Right. And then we ended up hitting it off, but because there was, it's just his presence. And since I have to deal with people all day mm -hmm. long, I got to play the card of, yeah, of course, all yeah. the problem. I have my own personality because at the end of the day, I feel like the best way to do business is by showing who you are, showing sure. your personality. Obviously, sure. you know, you don't want to go over the top, but you want to stay true to who you are because then right. that's how you connect with people. Right. You build the relationships and then that's where it goes. So then when people come in there like that, I always look at them like, Oh, really? They come in and I'm not here like throwing them here because then they, they start talking as if they know more than you. And mm. it's almost like, listen, you're good at what you do. Don't tell me how to do it. Right. But let's think about it like this, man. If you're someone walking in and say, hey, I've got a lot of money. I need you to take care of me. If, imagine how much pain that guy is dealing with that he said, I'm such I think I'm so fucking worthless that I have to tell you that I have a lot of money for you to even acknowledge me. And I relate with that guy because just being myself is something that I'm just learning how to do right now in public. Yeah. I don't, I didn't know how to be myself because being yourself is really scary because being yourself puts yourself up to be rejected for who you really are. So it's a lot easier for me to be a fucking character that you can reject. Cause I say, huh, that's a character. Not me. You didn't reject me. Yeah. You don't know me, asshole. You know? Right. But here's the catch for all you characters and fakes out there. It's like carrying a fucking block of, of stone on your shoulders. You're living, a, you're living through this mask, and this mask weighs a ton. And personally, I'm unwilling to do that anymore. Yeah. I see it more as... Um Imagine if you have this character up, right? And you get rejected. Mm -hmm. It's like, maybe you should have just been yourself. Right? Imagine imagine this. It's a hollow victory to me when you win as a fake or you win as a character. It's a hollow victory. Because you didn't really win. Yeah. Your character won. Or you're, um, hey, I'm a big shot. Check my account. You know? That's what won. And so you're playing this side game. Here's the real game of life. You're playing like a parlay over here, right? It's just, I don't recommend it. I, rec I, I, I was doing it for so many years because of, I'm still dealing with it and figuring it out. But it's just like, it's so much safer to be a character. Really? Oh, yeah. No, but like for, for you, because you say like you're still figuring it out. So, because I mean, like I'm sitting in front of you, like with you right now, and it's, you seem very genuine, like it's yourself. Mm -hmm. And is, is this like, we're still part of the journey of you really like getting to know you? Well, I mean, yeah, guys, come on. It's, it's not like there is no arrival here. There can't be because every time I think I'm there, I go, Oh shit. I didn't think of it like that. That's true. There's something else. There's something That's else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, this is a beautiful thing. Um, because I think there's a sadness in arrival, uh, you know, I feel like you're never really there. I feel like it's always there's always something else. And I think that's the beauty about life because, yeah, you only have one life. But it's like, how boring would it be when you're there? Like, this is you and it's there, 
that is all there is to it. Yeah. And I don't believe that. And I think every day, the people you meet, the interactions you have, the conversations you have shape you into the person that you are today. And then tomorrow you will not be the same person you are today. So I think you're never really there. It's always something else that you can adjust. But I think there's a beauty in being yourself and being honest and being vulnerable and uh, letting your guard down and, and, and this is who I am. You take it or leave it. Yeah, le- or know? at least knowing that the person that you delivered is your true genuine is self. Is yourself, you know, and I, I think there's something really, really special about it. And I can see how some people, they have this facade and they portray somebody else that they're not because they, they don't want to get hurt or they feel like this is what I have to do yeah. in order to be respected. They've, built, they've built it up and, it and now they have to be consistent to, be. to it. Yeah. It's like they wake up every morning and like, how, how am I supposed to? Because they're not themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And this sucks. Is that really what you want to go through? How you want to go through life? You know? Let's play this game, guys. This is some deep, crazy shit that I read from. There's this, um, he's this teacher. He's this guru type. He wouldn't refer to himself as a guru. He's his teacher. And he said, play this game with me. Okay. And look in the mirror. Okay. And look in the mirror. Look at the person you see in the mirror. Now imagine that person in the mirror, you can just give them to me and I'm going to take care of them for a week and you get to do whatever the fuck you want. I'm going to take care of Nick's hair. I'm going to make sure he smells good. I'm going to send him to the gym. I'm going to make sure he reads a, every, a book every night. I'm going to make sure he does five uh, skits and two podcasts. I'm going to make sure he emails this, peop- this, this amount of people. I'm going to make sure he manages his team properly. I'm going to make sure he checks his investment account. You just get to chill. And then the, the teacher says, how do you feel? You feel fucking great. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense, right? Because you say, that's me you just took away. Mm. You just took me away. Why am I so happy? What you're so happy is, is this weight that you've built. Yeah. Your life is a fucking monolithic weight. The haircut, the showers, the gym, uh, the the pot, all this stuff, and you don't get a second to just relax. And I always thought that that was so interesting because it's even worse if everything you're doing throughout the course of the day is for to feed this character that you built, the Nick that you think you know, you know. Dude, I'm not getting like a freaking existential crisis right now. <laughs> Am I fucking you guys up? You fucking, I've, ne- I've never thought about you it. You like see that. me? I was like out in, in space when, when you had said the. You know, it, it, there's a little bit of sadness at at arrival. Yeah. I was like, shit, it's yeah. true because I'm on. I guess so. I'm on. I'm on this journey too, and and this whole time I'm here thinking like, yeah, like I know who I am. Like I'm very secure with myself. I don't care. But do I really? Like, if I accept that, that's almost like me closing the door of any possible future development and growth myself. Well, think about it. You guys are continuing to do this podcast. There's a there's a vision that you have for it, right? There's a there's a growth factor in mind and sure, continuing sure, sure. to elevate the pro- process, right? There's there's things there's things that you're doing. There's of course I just met you guys, you know, whatever a couple minutes ago. Yeah. There's other things that I don't know about that you're progressing and working on. I hope. I bet. Certainly. Well, yeah, they, well, trust, but we actually got a lot of stuff going on, actually. Oh, look, we got well, this one, too. Okay, okay. yeah, we I see that there. Should, yeah. We got, we got some stuff yeah. working. Yeah. But, well, yeah. So, guess what? It just keeps going and going and going. And the real wise man would say, you know, enjoy the, the journey and the struggle. It's really fucking hard, guys. I'm ha- I find it hard to smile on the journey. 
because I have these milestones that I want. I want that thing to be published. I want to be New York Times bestseller. And then after that, oh, all hell breaks loose. I'm on Joe Rogan. We're doing this. We're doing that. Things get bigger and badder. My life starts to expand exponentially. Yeah. I'm, dri- I'm d- live here. I drive this. I hang out with this. In it, and then you're just like, well, should I just hate today? <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right? Should today just suck? Yeah. You know, like, um, it's a balance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so much because there's always that, and that this is the thing. It's always what's next. You know, like we want to be that. You want to have this amount of followers. You want to get this. You know, like this deal. You want to get this exposure. It's just it never ends. And when you when you when you always try to strive for the next big thing, you forget what's right in front of you. Yeah, you know, a conversation like this on a Monday, whatever, at eight o'clock at night, like. Those are the moments that you have right in front of you. But if you're always looking ahead of what's next and what's next, the next big thing, you, you, you kind of forget what, what's right in front of you. Yeah. And so it's a shame because nothing in life is guaranteed. You know, like, yeah, you have a lot of ambitions. You have a lot of goals. But who knows, you know, what's going to happen in 6, 12, a year from now, you know. Yeah. So it's important to have that perspective as well. So Ascent, you took a chance on yourself, really. Like you really let go of what at one point felt like your safety net, like your security to take this grand leap to do this, mm-hmm. um, what opportunities have have unfolded because of this? Oh, I mean, I don't even take advantage. There's, there's, I have access to. I have. I feel like I can talk to anyone now. Yeah. Like even if it's for five minutes, and we're only two years into this process, right? So, I have access to a wide variety of people in all industries are ready to sit down and chat whether they like the skit whether they like the podcast it's just kind of coming together mm-hmm. um and i just get to i just get to play a little bit more so you guys you guys you, we connect on instagram i mean think about a world where you get to do some fun shit like this yeah. like what could be cooler than that when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, you think I'd, you think, uh, oh man, I'd rather be sitting in a nightclub right now. Fuck that, dude. Mm-hmm. You think, oh no, I'd rather be sitting at the sports bar. Absolutely not. Not for me. I'd rather be doing this. This is a joy. This is a pleasure. This is a dream fucking come true. And then you say like, wait, I'm becoming one of those people that does cool st- stuff all the time. You know, yeah. I'm becoming one of those people that like, when I complain that I'm too busy, like I'm miraculously like I have a, a lot of stuff going on, right? And I'm like, how the f- like there was a point in your life where you were in New Orleans without any money, your band was breaking up, it was a disaster, your Ivy League education was a waste, you fucked it all up. I wasn't busy then, true, yeah, at all. You wish you would. I been could busy. just look out the window, yeah, yeah, you know. And now it's it's like I've brought together a lot of the things that I love. And thrown in my insane work ethic and type A personality and all this crazy shit. I'm like, ah, this is what you've created, you crazy bastard. Not so bad. Yeah, to the shit that you actually like. Yeah. Man, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome you get to do the things that you enjoy, you know. But obviously for a long time, you, you, were, going, you were doing stuff you hated. 
yeah. you know and i kind of i think it was required in order for you to kind of like you know what i want to do something different in my life like where you are now two years in fuck, it's nothing yeah. dude yeah. now let's Nuts. let's make this even scarier i could turn this into something i hate very easily I can fucking guarantee you guys that because what was happening was I, the skits would take me an entire day to do, mm. to write, to right perform, angles. if you want to say, yeah. you know, whatever, edit, and only I could edit all this, all this good stuff. Like, and then I felt like I hit a point where I, I know I'm talking about this like it's a Mozart symphony. It's not, <laughs> right? I hit a point where my creative juices were just, you know, I like, yeah. you know, who the fuck do you think you are, asshole? You know, I hit a point where I was just like, I'm doing the same thing over and over. Like, we're not pushing this, you know, and again, I was like, everyone knows you as the TikTok guy. Mm-hmm. And what you've done is you've gotten your dream of becoming well, very well known. Sure. But you've gotten your dream in a, in a, in a weird kind of way. Like, you've gotten it, but no one actually knows who you are. Or it doesn't have any idea who you are. They know the characters. They know the characters. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was I modeled it after, this is going to sound ridiculous, guys, but I kind of modeled it after The Rock because The Rock started his career dropping people's elbows and raising his eyebrows. Very true. As as a complete absurd character. A character, And then he said, I got your attention. Now I'm going to be me. I'm going to be a little closer to me. Yeah. And I said, man, if you can go from wearing uh, tights and jumping off the top turnbuckle, you know, to being one of, if not the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Certainly. With franchises probably worth upwards of a billion dollars, I can probably stick the landing on something halfway decent yeah, yeah. for this. And, and so the ultimate, the biggest risk I've ever taken uh, is being more me on social media. Uh, that's that's the biggest risk I've ever taken. Yeah, you know, and I, and I also feel like when you were doing these characters, uh, well, you had said it earlier that there was a a bit of you because you sure. referenced how you know in your twenties you were that rich guy, yeah. and then now you're you see the other side of the playing field. Yeah, but it was always um, coming from the joy yeah. that Nicholas Crown yeah. wanted to put into those characters. Yes, so I think that's where you really, even though you're still on this journey, it was almost a start because you found so much joy to a certain degree. Because after, because just like you said, you can see it in such a negative way of yeah. all the work that goes into it. But you were still able to almost break out of what was your normal, like this routine that yeah. you thought who Nick was, right? To now being able to just show your honestly your true talent, really. Like if you think about it, you were able to naturally. At least that's what it seems to me because based on how I'm seeing you today to house, like, it just flowed so well. I remember the first time I saw one of these clips, I was like, dude, like, this is good. Yeah. And at first I thought, like, oh, oh this is funny. And then I I, then, I remember you, you, there was even a post that you talked about it. It started developing into actually helping people mm-hmm. because, again, not only were we able to kind of almost identify who these assholes were into comparison to who the real people are, but also almost made me as a regular person like, man, I don't want to come off as this asshole. That's the important thing that happened. That's the important thing that happened because I think it's funny to, you know, I created something called rich versus really rich and that is literally divisive Two camps, but the camps are in, are, are in both within us. Yeah. Right. So what you do is you say, Oh, that guy's a rich and that guy's really rich, but really 
it causes you to look inwards and say, oh, you know, how could I be a little bit better? Because yeah. you, you're capable of being both, essentially. You could be either really, really, really great and, or really dipshit. Because there's no know? DNA, um, you know, sequence that calls you rich or really rich, by sure. the way, guys, right? So it's like you have the chance, uh, if you're acting rich, to act really rich and you can turn on a dime. And no one's going to be pissed about that transformation. Yeah. I mean, this story is as old as time. It's it's the it's the Christmas Carol um, with Scrooge, mm. right? So Scrooge sees the way that his life would progress, and it's uh, you know he sees the people that he's affecting, and he has a chance to turn it all around. Uh, it's this, it's one of the greatest stories ever told, right? I never even thought about it like that, dude. Oh. That's fuck. That's awesome, dude. So you you so what is it like? What is it? Because you have your own podcast. You is this what you do full time? But wait, but before that, because I there was a time that you were even saying it where earlier today. What what am I doing? Like where's this going? But then you did. I, I remember a while back, <laughs> and, and and this was something I I believe because I even saw like the video that you were doing. I think you even were, were going into Patreon. Uh -huh. I, won't, I don't know if you uh -huh. still are on Patreon, no. right? No, I'm not. But you were like completely redirecting that to something. Yeah. What was the goal there? The goal was, <laughs> so <laughs> the most important thing here is that you have to keep liking the thing and twisting and turning inside of the new thing and making sure you're not doing something that you don't like in, a, in the world that you do like, right? So that's what right. I was making sure to mm -hmm. do recently right. because I'm like, whoa, 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 like I'm here, but I don't. I don't just, I mean, you I guys stay here. I don't want to stay here yeah. and I don't want to just make these skits because as you guys now get to know me a little bit better, I have a lot more interests. Of course. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't want to just do this. So I, I basically said, well, if I'm going to be pushed off the stage, I, then I'll be pushed off the stage because I want to be pushed. I, I have to give, I have to bring the authentic me into this picture or I won't last. I won't be able to hang. It's too hard. You know, the people that I obsess about on the internet and say, fuck, I wish I could be that, are the people that are famous for no reason. Not, not because I'm like, uh, what? it's because they're famous for being themselves. Yeah. So uh, people hate on these, oh, they don't do anything. It's like we are enraptured by someone being themselves <laughs> so much that we will hand all of our money to them. And buy their fucking merch and energy drinks and watch their TV shows where all they do is complain in the kitchen all day. We will do anything for these people because, God, if we could just be ourselves, it's crack cocaine. Crack cocaine and one step more addicting is seeing someone be their true self, you know? Yeah, and, and it's funny because I, not to call it jealousy, but... I feel like deep down, everybody wishes that they can just be themselves. Mm -hmm. And they feel like, oh, well, if I were to take the route, just like you did, mm -hmm. let me create these characters. Although I think when you were doing it, there was a little bit of you. Oh, of course. It, like, oh, this pride of you creating yes. these these. It was these an artistic characters. moment, almost like being in a recording studio playing a song. It was a beautiful thing. Right. But it evolves. Right. But wait, wait, let's keep going on this train of thought. Because everyone says, if I could just be myself, but they say, if I'm just going to be myself, it probably won't work out. Which is a fucking lie. Because the minute that you're, you're yourself and you align with your passion 
that's when you become an unstoppable machine mm, that yeah. nobody can touch. When you love the thing, I can't compete with you because you'll outplay me, you'll outwork me. Michael Jordan, can you, can Mike, what are you going to do with Michael Jordan in the room? It's impossible. It's or impossible. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Kobe Bryant. Or Kobe in the room. What are you going to do? Nuts. Because they love it to a degree that you can never get close to. So I don't care how many fucking training camps, early mornings, whatever you're doing, the extras, you just won't beat them. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a deep sense of love and, and admiration for the art. So, and if we want to really get deep on this, it is them, right? Mm-hmm. So Michael Jordan, his natural state is, is on the court. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it, 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 Michael Jordan is, that, that is him in, in his core. Right. And so what's your thing? What's your thing? Yeah. Whatever that is, if you run right at it and you work with, cause again, I'm a musician my my musical career got me to a place that I thought I'd never get to, but it didn't get me on the cover of Rolling Stone, which is where I wanted to be, guys, right? So yeah. it got me. I played with some of my guitar heroes on stage, literally. I shared a stage with some of the greatest guitar, living guitar players. Um, badass motherfuckers. And a dream come true. Dream come true. Yeah. But I wanted to keep going, and I didn't get there. Okay, so it doesn't mean that it didn't work. It was a, No, you're creative, dude. You like making people... You like entertaining people okay what about tiktok it's pretty similar yeah i didn't give it up i didn't throw it all the way this is just iteration number two or three this show must fucking go on yeah, yeah. it was just a different avenue almost like. just a different lane right 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 yeah. no and, and not just that um it, it's, it's what you were saying because if you are your true self what i've learned is you need to stay consistent in whatever it is that you're doing you got to stay disciplined and in time, if that's what your true passion is, or if that's what who you truly are, if that's what you're living by, if those are your principles, those are your values, eventually everything ultimately falls into place. Mm-hmm. You know, now it could probably never reach. Just like you said, you had passion in music. I'm not on the cover of Rolling Stones, but think of all the opportunities mm-hmm. that opened up for you because you went after what you wanted to do. Sure, and you just did it because that is who you are. And I think that's kind of what I want, like a big message to be for everybody who's watching, because. It's so important to just be yourself rather than just either a fake, a fraud, a character, whatever it is that you want to do. Because over time, if you live with those values and you really believe in them, it's only a matter of time until you really find that gift that mm-hmm. you were brought here for. Mm-hmm. But you have to yeah. stick to that. You have to try a lot of things. Mm. You have to experiment. You have to That's play in the sandbox. And here's the trick. Here's the ultimate kicker where you can never lose. You keep playing and you keep iterating until people start to gather around because you don't even know your magic. So you need to cr- the crowd to teach you a little, right? It's like, whoa, 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 just sing that, sing that again. <laughs> I want to hear how your voice, you know, you hear about these bands that start, there's a homeless guy on the street and the record producer comes out of nowhere. The black, uh, the black Pumas is the best example that that guy was a street busker. The singer is one of the most beautiful voices right now. Um, in in soul and blues and rock, mm-hmm. right? And uh, fucking guys on the street busking, and this record producer is like, "What the what the fuck is going on?" He's like, "Come, just come, get him, get in my car. We're going to the studio." Can you imagine? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy and it's not crazy because the world is efficient, the market is efficient. You're supposed to be experimenting and playing and yeah. and going towards your shit, sure. and eventually we're gonna pick up on that. Uh, and we're going to pull you into the car and bring you to the studio. Yeah. 
It's taking taking advantage of the opportunities. Every opportunity. It's impossible to lose, guys, when you do when you live your life like this. If you experiment and you keep trying and keep iterating and going towards that thing and, and making sure people know about it. Yeah. Don't do it secretly. You know, making sure people know about it, however that is, with social media, whether it's a club, whether it's busking on the street, whatever, you know, whatever your thing is, you know, if it's sports, get on the team. Don't be playing in your backyard. Whatever, you know, it's like you can't miss. Eventually, we're going to hear about you. Yeah, I think the only way to lose is if you don't start, if you never start playing, if you don't, sure. if you don't try. You know, I feel like everybody has something special about it. Everybody sure. has a passion, a desire, or something that makes them who they are. A hundred percent. Problem is, a lot of people they just kind of fall in this routine and they don't, they don't explore, they don't dive in, they don't develop, they don't take risks. Think yeah. about it. You probably could have still been doing what you were well, doing on Wall Street. In Wall Street, like, hating your fucking life, sticking around over there. Yeah. You know? So I'm gonna tell you guys something really personal, right? So <laughs> I had a girl, my first girlfriend. Um, we were so in love. It was my first love, right? Her dad was so fucking rich that nothing that I did meant anything. So we, we, we met when we were kids and we were off and on and we were dating as adults. It was, you know, it was going to go that direction. And nothing that I did, nothing could put it, could make this guy give a fuck. So it was one of those things that hurt me so bad when I was young and I am so thankful for it because I was like, he's not even impressed. I'm doing this. I'm running my own business. He's like, what's that little thing you're doing over at the bank? <laughs> yeah. We hire guys like that. You know, kind of like, yeah, yeah we hire Beatles. people that do that. And I just remember being like, you don't, I'm rich and you don't even think I'm rich. This is, so I'm not rich. Yeah. And I don't even like this. What the fuck am I doing here? I'm not even impressing anyone. Yeah. I'm not even impressing the real rich people. Yeah. Right, right, this right. is a joke. Why am I here? This is pathetic. Yeah, it reminds me of, um, I know that you're not a fan of him, but uh, Andrew Tate said it once. I was watching a video of him earlier today that um, he was like, oh, like people say that, that they have money, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, once, because when I was broke, I thought everyone was broke because right. everyone I talked to was in my same. So right. it's kind of how we're like, man, this is tough, you know, yeah. the economy and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, but you're talking to me. Like, yeah, True. it's fucking right. tough, you know? Yeah. But then he goes, he goes, oh, once I started making money right. and I wanted to buy supercars and I wanted to buy the nice watches right. and I wanted to buy the nice properties, I couldn't get my hands on them. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people <laughs> that have all this money? So then he, he compares, he goes, there was this one time that, you know, I was buying a huge development i think he had said in dubai and he goes you know i was renting in a uh you know you know one one of the one of the homes or one of the apartments whatever it was twenty five thousand dollars a night and he goes oh the landlord comes in and he says uh hey someone's offering 35 i need you out <laughs> and he goes all right fine i'll put 40 and he goes all right fine fine okay he leaves and you he comes back say. a couple of days later and he goes the guy's offering fifty dollars fifty thousand dollars a night and he oh and he wants to pay for a full year up front he's like who the fuck am I bidding against? You know? Like, who are these fucking yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, there's, there's money out there. And let's... let's Because I want to think about money a new way today. And uh, I'm thinking about it right now in a new way. And it's tell connecting us, the us. dots. Imagine that money is the little gift you get from society for being yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now... Let's 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 play with this. When you're yourself and people start clapping, the money goes into your pocket. When you're yourself and people start clapping and an audience builds 
the money goes in your pocket. So when we think about money and we think about, you know, supercars and all this dumb shit and the $50,000 a month rent all this, or a day rent, whatever, <laughs> this is just push all this, all this nonsense aside because social media shows you the things without the, how did I get it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So don't show me the fucking thing. How did you get it? That's what I care about. You know, it's too bad that we just look at the top of the, the flowering part of the tree and not but, to the uh, root. But that's True. also Finish what by. social media wants to push out because then we have all these, we'll have guys like us that we see that and we're like, how the fuck? We send it to all our right. friends, look at yeah. this guy and his money flashing right. this. But if you think about it, anyone who's really like trying to educate, it's almost like, uh, it seems like too much work. I don't want to reset. I don't <laughs> that. You know what I mean? But, because it, do, it does something really terrible to your brain. It, it makes it seem further than it really is. Mm-hmm. When you see the, the sick house and the, the Lambo and the driveway and the, it, 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 it makes it seem, it makes at the same time you get to have a dopamine hit of, ah, wouldn't that be nice? The dream. The dream. You get a little drip wow, of the dream. Imagine. But it also makes it seem far away yeah. because, oh, it's just a picture on Instagram in Dubai or wherever the fuck, right? Yeah. And what's funny <laughs> is when you actually get into it, you realize it's really right here all along. It's never been on the screen. It's been right here. Oh, and the, and the guy in the screen, we don't even know if that's real or if that's really happening this or this point, is yeah, it's yeah. a marketing, you know, yeah, whatever. Scheme. <laughs> yeah, your stories. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, but, but, but just whatever it is that you want, it's right fucking here. It's not on your goddamn phone. Also, just go through your phone and play this. I did this game the other day with myself. I go... Say out loud when you're going through Instagram and there's a brand in the picture. And you realize that Instagram is just one big commercial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a fucking catalog. It's a catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand, 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 Nuts. grandma, brand, 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 <laughs> brand, brand. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you feel sick once you realize that. You go, all I, you know, you know I say I'm a watch guy. I'm a car guy. And then I realize... All I'm doing is obsessing over these make-believe brands that someone in France and uh, Italy is selling to me. What the fuck? If you really go deep into that. Well, let's go deep into it because there there is nothing real about this. There's companies that create a product that have convinced you this is the thing that's going to make you happy. And then all you do is see it all day Mm. on Instagram because you're a watch guy or you're a car guy. And And by the way, I'm, I fall victim to this, but I try to create some distance, yeah. at least recently, because you have to remember, it's a fucking car. Yeah. It's a four-wheeled thing with an engine. It's a watch. It tells time. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the essence the, of it. The, what you want, now this is where things get really interesting. What you want is higher. What you want is connection and love and admira- admiration and respect. Mm. You want a greasy thing with four wheels and... It overheats and it costs. No, no, no. I know. I want the respect. So wait, Status. I got to get the car and then the watch and then everyone will love me. That's what I'll do. I'll That's what I'll do. And then the girls will come over um, to see me because I got the car and the watch. Now, yeah. guys, we live in Miami. Let's go round up those guys with the cars and the watch. You know, maybe the guys that aren't the most handsome guys with the cars and the watch. <laughs> okay. 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 Just yeah, yeah. Sure. And let's ask them, did that shit change anything? Yeah, it just got quiet here, yeah. guys. Yeah. So, but I'm thinking about because maybe some guys will say, "Yeah, it did for them." You know, you don't bring think? them out. 
I don't know him. You bring him out. Bring him out. <laughs> bring him out. You probably know All right, him. we're bringing him out. <laughs> I don't know. It's a surprise. <laughs> You're like, you let these people in my house? <laughs> I, I, um, I think you, you touched up on some, something really, really true in general because people like, think about it, like a watch that costs $50,000. How do you justify the price on that? Like it's just, does it really cost fifty thousand dollars to make? It's no. It's because there's there's a certain amount of desire and there's you know supply and demand and there's a lot of people who want this and they just you know. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty four seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Branded out that is something very luxurious. Yeah, and have certain celebrities wear it. So you, oh shit, David Beckham is wearing it, so I want to wear it too. Because I want to be like David Beckham, who has status, admiration, power, power, connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably every day is is a is a fucking you know rap video <laughs> you know, in, in some yeah. way or another. Yeah, yeah. And you say so if I get the watch, I get a little piece of that. <laughs> but it's a lie. Because you want to know what that guy will will say in conversation when they're like, "Oh, that's a pretty cool watch." You know who else has this watch? <laughs> David Beckham. Right. That's kind of what they. What well, they, the, the ultimate, the funniest thing that you know, this the meme was going around. Where it's got the guy with the AP and it goes uh, in his dreams and in reality. And it's just in the dreams, all the girls are around looking at the watch. And in reality, it's just all the guys yeah. looking around at the watch. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Because the only one, the, let's face it, guys. The only people that, and this is a, a, a rash generalization, but predominantly men care a lot more about the art of watchmaking than women. Like, of course. Let, okay. Actually, let me not say that. That's not even what I mean. What I mean is, Men think, I don't, I take back what I just said. What I actually mean is that men think that a symbol like a watch will equal a sexual boost in the marketplace. Mm. But what ends up happening is it's a status boost amongst other men, predominantly, and a very, if not a very drip or not even noticeable ripple in the pond, perhaps with the opposite sex. We're assuming, you know, yeah. this is what you're going after. And nine times out of 10, that person or the woman, um, in this case, they're only, they only like the watch that you're wearing maybe because it's that watch that everyone else looks at because David Beckham also has it. Sure. But, or it's a proxy for st- your status. They say, Hey, sure, sure. if this guy is dumb enough to, and rich enough to be able to f- put 50 down on a watch, you know, maybe he's got some other things going on. It's a guess. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a decent guess. But of course, it's just a guess. And that is what's now attracting you to find it, like to find that out rather than the actual character well, of the person. Well, this is this is where it gets really scary. Do you want to know me because I have a, a expensive watch on? Yeah. What the fuck? Exactly. Welcome exactly. to Miami. Well, you'll find a yeah. lot of that, in my, which I'm sure you've already yeah. experienced of of kind of like what's out there. Well, let's let's because pl- reality's reality, and and the collective dream is the collective dream. Sure. So, how do we use this to our advantage? Because we might as well play with it, right? Let's play the game. You can have the things to use them as tools, but they can't use you. Meaning, play the game, but God, don't fucking believe that it's real. Right. Okay. That's how I roll. Stay on earth. That's how I roll. Yeah. Because certain people believe it, 
And you have to remember that. I don't. But if I wear the tools and I have the costume and I use the, the, these as tools, um, I might just have a little bit more fun in the process. Right. And the beauty of your skits of rich versus really rich kind of allows us to identify those people as well. Yes. And kind yes. of call them out. Yes. Also. And you see how the really rich guy, he has some of the spoils of being successful, but he doesn't, he's, he's not attached to them in like, you know, I got this stupid thing. It doesn't start up half the time. And it's not a, it's not a, he's being serious. It takes up, you know, two parking spaces, you know, and it doesn't even start. It's like, I think adopting that mindset is really important because guys like the like being attached to inanimate objects is is a really bad bad fucking idea yeah. you know you, you know the phrase you can't take it with you yeah last time i checked they don't bury you with your with your whatever sports car supercar hypercar yeah, yeah. and yeah, your watches, watch collection or whatever yeah. i mean like you know unless we go back to like the egyptian times right <laughs> they bury you with fucking everything <laughs> i guess yeah right yeah, yeah. but you know yeah, fuck yeah. those guys. You know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me. I remember one time, uh, one of my friends, he he he, uh, he was working at a little uh, at a coffee shop, and um, some guy walked in and he had put his uh, his Rolls Royce keys on the on the counter. Yeah, right? and then uh, one of his one of his other brothers was there, and he goes, "Oh man, for real, like." Yeah, but why is he fl- like flashing it? And then right. his response was, "Man, if I had a Rolls Royce, I'd put it around my neck like a chain, <laughs> hanging like a pendant." And I'm like, "Really? What the really? fuck, man?" I, but I think that that's also like very, like a, it's just like you said, like a very youthful. Like it's when youthful. you're younger, you almost feel like, man, they're because if you think about it, if you grind long enough, you earn everything that you worked for. Right. But when you're young, you almost feel like if I have these things or show a shortcut a shortcut i'm basically there yeah yet you don't have any of the understanding the work ethic you don't know what it's like to grind to get there you're just kind of like you've got the toys from something you didn't learn how to do exactly and it's this ass backwards reality that we've constructed trying to show it off as if you did right and that just kind of makes you seem like a bigger asshole well it's you feel bad for that person i do let's go let's go to the private jet because the private jet i I love the private jet because the private jet is the ultimate bastardized object online yeah. and in pop culture. Okay, let me explain. <laughs> yes, private jets are really expensive. Oh, yeah, of okay. course. They're expensive as fuck, right? Now, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> the reason, the reason why you would have a private jet is to get places faster. Yeah, sure. Meaning... You earn so much fucking money that you taking a private jet is saving you money or making <laughs> yeah. you money. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now, back to Instagram. We, sh- we, sh- we shall go together back to Instagram. Okay. Now, you've got a 21-year-old in the Supreme hoodie on the private jet who's kicking back and drinking uh, champagne or having... Mm, yeah. What? Sorry, sorry. Do you think that this is like a, a ride? You know, this is the ride. This is to get you from point A to point B fast as fuck. Yeah. Because you're so powerful and leveraged that this thing is saving you money. You can't fly first class. Well, it would take too long. Yeah. You'd, you, could, you could only do one meeting instead of three, right? Mm-hmm. You'd lose out to the guy next door. 
who's there before you, meeting with the investors, whatever it is, right? Making these hypotheticals. And then the 21-year-old, God bless the 21-year-old in the Supreme hoodie that, you know, paid an ungodly amount to get on that jet for no reason, to ride it like a fucking fancy merry-go-round, right? Wait, hold on. I'm sorry to cut you off. Have you not heard of, I think it was last year, that... There was a lot of these influencers that were busted yeah. for taking pictures with, it, it was in a photo shoot, like literally. Studio. It was a studio. Not a real jet, you mean? Yeah, not a real jet. It was just designed like, a, like the inside sure. of a private jet. But, but uh, guys, because the illusion is so powerful and the suggestion is so powerful that there's people in a jet uh, fuselage in a living room somewhere in, 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 in Hialeah, right? We should have changed the studio to make it look like a jet. Just put a porthole right there. Yeah. <laughs> and a little TV behind it. Just have a couple clouds going by. <laughs> but it's, it's trippy when you think about it yeah. because you go, oh, you know, you have to have the wisdom to know why it's ridiculous. So part of my, the job that I've given myself because I don't want to be uh, a dry finance creator or a dry startup creator, this and that. I don't know, really. I want to do it just my way. And my way is like, anytime I see something that makes no sense, I'm going to explain why it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So hopefully, you fucking get it and you don't get stressed out about this stuff. Like, oh my God, all the private jets. Like, dude, the person that owns the jet is going to a meeting. That's like taking a picture of me working. Yeah, That's like me taking a picture of me on a call. How yeah. baller is that? Not so baller, guys. Yeah. You know, you want to watch a video of me actually working all day? No. You want this fantasy. You want this fantasy. Yeah, and and we, we reach for this fantasy that makes no sense. And by the way, anyone who's been on a private jet, it's a fu- it's no fucking different. It's just it's it's just a smaller plane uh where you're stuck there just like anywhere else. You're getting there a little faster. The the food might be upgraded. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for the money that you're spending, fuck. That's crazy. Hey, man, the money you're spending is not for the champagne. Yeah. It is th- for you to get there fast. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you're an influencer who's trying to just show Scam off that they're on We're it. back into a, yeah. a thing that you're not. Yeah. You know, it's really, really, really rare and hard to be a private jet owner or not, or someone that's, that's, that's has no, a huge uh, lease on one and, and sharing sense, it with a yeah. few other families or whatever. Grand Cardone. Most people don't <laughs> Cardone, have yeah. this Grand opportunity. Cardone a, Grand Cardone yeah, has a private, a private jet. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, so conclusion, I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we got from this conversation. C- conclusion <laughs> is don't worry about it. Yeah, no. I'm don't. Conclusion is don't stress. Just like don't. <laughs> It's really, really, play distance yourself from this shit, guys, and yeah. play the brand game when you scroll. Brand, 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 and just remember, wait, this is a commercial. This yeah. whole fucking thing is a commercial. Everything is fake. Everything it, is fake. The only thing that's real is your passion yeah. and what you want to achieve, yeah. and that's it. Because yeah. all this other stuff is just like... It's just like the fucking sauce on top. It's the you ever go to Philly and get the the cheese whiz? It's yeah. like this is all just the cheese whiz on yeah, top of the yeah, cheese. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so don't tell me you guys have never been to Philly. I have been. It's been a while actually. Okay. You go you out have there? The- no, I just it's just cheese whiz is the the most like memorable <laughs> thing I could have said right there. So that's what I want. It made with. sense. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, I did want to, um, as, as we kind of go, uh, not to the end, I did want to ask you what, um, what's next in terms of, uh, 
uh, like the projects that you're doing outside of the book that you have lined up, um, and also with the AI business kind of yeah. that, that you're doing. Yeah, what's what's next for you? The the big things right now are getting everything to feel effortless. So the studio build, yeah, um, tying all this stuff together, filming more and creating more content effortlessly. That's so important. I'm not even, I'm at step, I'm in the basement. And then we're almost at floor one. Floor one is when we have this whole whole machine on lock. Yeah. Okay. Floor two is when the book's released and then we start delivering supplemental products that help people. So um, software and people, uh, things that help people get to where they want to go faster. I'm building okay. things like that. Like private jets. <laughs> Maybe. Besides private jets. A little cheaper and more affordable. Yeah. Okay, fine, okay, fine. fine. Maybe we're going to afford I've created I've created an ecosystem of uh, the, the one thing I hate is this. Oh, he's got connections. He knows these people. I'm creating this thing. It's a my public little black book. It's the opposite of a little black book. A little black book is your private book of all the phone numbers you can't share with everyone. I'm yeah. creating my public little black book where you can see all the people that I work with, the the builders, the the people in law and tax and design, and I'm gonna just create this ecosystem called Crowns List uh, that you can go on and you can explore my private world, uh, and that'll be launching in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so it's almost like um, like you were saying it's a phone like a phone book, but it's like it's a directory, the, the yellow pages, but it's public. It's it's a, the yellow pages, but every single person is a complete badass, top of their craft. Um, uh, best in the business, and um, you know, it's the opposite of gatekeeping. It's like, how? Uh, why can't I find the best this? Why can't I find the best best that? It's like, well, here's all the people that I use, yeah, and here's people from my extended world, and I'm gonna make it, it as this uh, directory, this free directory. It's like your personal LinkedIn. It's it's super cool. Well, I, I can't wait till this thing gets launched. We just got a few more things to work out of it. Interesting. So if somebody yeah. wanted to reach out to somebody that you work with, they would be in a position to do so. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Because th- this whole thing started where I was in New York and uh, I've got a really great friend, uh, John Stein. He's got a, I think the biggest uh, brokerage in downtown Manhattan, did like a billion dollars worth of deals last year. He's a fucking animal. Awesome guy. Yeah. And I, he, he gave me this opportunity to tour some like hard hat, skyscrapers just crazy shit like i'm on top of a skyscraper over central park the building isn't even open to the public yeah. right this kind of stuff wow. and i'm just like man how do i make john richer than he already is that asshole like <laughs> and i was like telling everyone about john well how do i tell everyone about john well i can make a post about it but that's a lot of work i'd have to do and i'm like oh i'll just create a directory of my favorite people and i was like okay let's take it a step further why don't i create like a really really good searchable you know beautiful list of my favorite people and and that's that's where this idea came from i like it you gotta get consent from these good people though right or how does that work you put the email or something (sighs) we'll figure out monetization don't worry yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. don't worry imagine you put their personal number that nobody else has (laughs) the address (laughs) we we can get into the tech side but yeah everyone's gonna do just fine here i love it i love it awesome (laughs) awesome don't worry about me guys we're gonna figure this out (laughs) yeah so are you currently living in miami or so you originally i mean we skipped a couple of steps but you're originally from (laughs) chicago yeah you're like, hey, so where are you from? We usually start with. <laughs> but like, are you live? Are you living in Miami, or is yeah. are you back and forth? Because you're going back to New York. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually back and forth to Chicago, and and we're going to be building our studio in Chicago. Okay, um, it's a tough choice because I love I love Miami. I live I I live on um, 
South Beach in the in the madness. But okay, okay. what I found was, man, it is just so much easier and more affordable to get the square footage that we want in Chicago. In Chicago is it really? Especially how it is now, probably right. Yeah, Miami's a fucking Miami's. It's from commercial real estate it's it's pretty tough and and you know we we we, we're building creative space so it's not a space that you monetize like an office with 20 heads in it it's a lot of it's dead space you know dead space it's creative space it's these rooms right where Mm, we create content so um that that's a strategic decision for for me the other thing is i fucking love chicago chicago's been so good to me um and um yeah we just decided that that's where we're going to build uh, the home base, so that'll be going live in the next couple months. So does that mean that you're going to be going back to Chicago and your time here in Miami? <laughs> Dude, don't look at end. me like that. It'll come to an end. <laughs> the thing is, uh, I don't think any tax-efficient person's time in Miami can come to an end, truly. So what what the strategy is is to head up there for the summer and then um, get a new spot here. Nice. Um, when they have their winter, which is... Yeah, I'm going to play this, the full snowbird I yeah. like it. Yeah, Chicago yeah. gets really aggressive in the winter. It's like bone yeah, chilling. Like in blizzards and shit. I've like been, that. I haven't yeah. been, I've been to Chicago a couple of times. I've never been like in the pure like it's, midst of winter. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty aggressive. Have you been? I have not been to Chicago. Dude, I just went when it, it was, it was cold. But dude, dude when, it, when it's windy, dude, yeah. when it's windy, like windy no matter video. what you're wearing, dude, you feel it in your bones. Yeah, yeah. In your bones, scene? walking. I remember walking. I was fucking like this with three layers on. I couldn't. Even walk. It was. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. It was heard, quite I've an experience. It, I like the seasons. Like I grew up in the Northeast. I like the seasons. Oh, the best, the best. So I missed the. I missed the seasons. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm Not trying here. to. You have to create a vision and and decide who you want to be and you know. Chicago's been good to me. They've backed me up, like on a from a data standpoint. They're one of the top cities that watches my content um, because I'm an adopted Chicago, Chicago, and I'm from fucking New York and New Jersey. Okay, you know, okay, most okay. New Yorkers and, and New Jersey folk don't ever go to Chicago, but man, uh, I just I just love it there, and I've, I've got some good friends there, and so that's where we're gonna invest in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago's yeah. great. I really like uh, Chicago when I went. I've never been. I gotta check it out. It's like a clean, clean, much cleaner, much more just quiet version of New York. And I can really say that now. Yeah, because the restaurant scene is just as good as New York. And all the New Yorkers are gonna fucking kill me for saying that, but they've given them a run for their money. But the food in New York is phenomenal. The food in New York is phenomenal, but but the food in Chicago is now top notch. It's now top notch. Yeah, it was good too. Yeah, I like that because everybody always says that Chicago is like a cleaner. New York, that too. but at least now we have someone who's yeah, proof. Uh, yeah. Uh, backing right. it up proof. like a seal of approval. Yeah, right, right. from and a native. If you like, <laughs> if you like the warehouse vibe of Soho, that the loft vibe. Yeah, you can so, get that in Chicago. You can get the Tribeca style vibe in Chicago. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Interesting. Yeah. Without the and, it's where you, and, it's, and people don't expect you to be there, and I like to go where you least expect me. Really? Yeah. Go, you see somebody in the street? What the fuck are you doing in Chicago? Yeah, yeah Chicago's nice, though. Do you just have to go? Sure. Right. No, I'll be down to go. I'll be down to go. 
<laughs> when I get the studio built, you guys come to Chicago and we'll shoot in Chicago. How about that? There you oh, go. Again, we, now we have to go. Super done. You let us know. How long is that studio going to take to, to put together? What are you thinking? Um, you guys are going to tell me how long after we hang up. Oh, this okay. Because this is a good, yeah. You this is this is a great model to uh, to kind of feed to pick off your of, brains off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, How long did we go for? Hour and twenty. Yeah, maybe Solid. a little bit less. That's maybe a little bit good. less. Yeah, yeah I like it. I like twenty it. and change. Um, Are we done? Is this what happens now? I get anything else. Uh, we can uh, We going to live after this yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> On a Monday, <laughs> on a Monday? Well, People <laughs> exist Wait no it's 9.30 It's past your bedtime people. Go to bed No 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 What he's talking about All Those right. people exist Those people Those exist pe- For sure For sure For sure Yeah especially you That you're in the restaurant industry I bet you see When you're coming out of work sometimes You see people when, walking when I, in When I leave Like the girls from live They they, uh, they come in So Because oh I work at the Fountain Blue Yeah he works God. at the Fountain Blue So when I leave The girls with their You know short Things and all <laughs> that like They come into work, clock in. I'm like, oh, shit, time to go home. <laughs> I'm old, dude. Old. Oh, like the bottle girls. And yeah, stuff the like bottle that. girls. They 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 come in like at eleven o'clock. I'm Unbelievable. Like, oh, time to go home. You wait until they show up before. You- yeah, yeah so <laughs> hang around. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I don't take advantage of that world. To my, it's so funny because people are, oh man, you live in Miami. I'm like, well, that, I don't uh, take advantage of it at all anymore. Uh, well, let me know. ask you this because you know, not for anything. We got a couple of minutes. Do you get recognized and stuff like that? Like when you go to places, like people stop you. Maybe girls like, "Hey, you look familiar." Yeah, I, I mean, How I wish I, it's it's usually guys. So <laughs> just okay. you okay. know, hot, <laughs> yeah, hot. I could show you. I could show you the demographics. It's usually uh, the social media curves. It's usually guys. Yeah, um, about, yeah. But it's uh, I get recognized in Miami. Um, Probably a good amount of time. A good huh? amount, and in other cities, it's a really good amount. Really? Do you ever get bothered if people stop you? Or no, nobody who is being kind and genuine has ever bothered me. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, what's really funny is I was I was in the design district um, yesterday. I was just going to hang out and just take a walk around, and uh, the guy that works at the coffee shop, he just said, "Man, uh, I'm a big fan," and he just wanted some advice and. You know, he's a young kid. He's studying, and he's just like, you know, how do I get to Wall Street? And I just said, why the fuck do you want to go to Wall Street? <laughs> you know, like, that's what you want to do? He's like, well, you know, it, it just seems so cool. Mm. I go, you know, that's what I said to myself. I go, make sure you really want to do this thing, dude, because you could do whatever the fuck you want, right? You're a kid. You're running up to me to ask me a question. Already shows you have initiative, you know? Yeah, when I was a young guy, I wouldn't walk up to anybody to ask him a question. No. Hell no. So already he's got the right skills and that he's has the right attitude. Yeah. He yeah. wants to learn. And I was just like, make sure you're, you're, you're choosing this wisely and not doing, you know, and by the way, I've got nothing against wall street. It's, it just didn't work for me. And I want to sure. make sure that you don't take a look at these big things and say, cause they've been marketed and you've seen the films and you watched, you know, the, uh, the wolf of wall street. And uh, you said, this yeah. is where I want to go. Do you kind of felt like you saw a younger you when, of course. And I was just like, and my buddy's next to me, he's a, a brilliant attorney here. He's just laughing because he's, he's my age. He's seen this whole thing and he's just like, yeah, it's just it's the same, you know. It's the these 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 magical these these magical jobs that just seem to attract the the romantic interest of young young guys and 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 girls, and it's uh, it's uh, it's just funny to see it continuing because there's so many there's infinite ways to make money now. Sure, like you can be someone who organizes their shirts 
and folds things perfectly and you're Marie Kondo and you're a fucking multimillionaire organizing people with a show where you show up and you don't even really speak English and everyone loves you. Like, and you're worried about going to Wall Street? That's the best you got? Come on, bro. Show me what else you can do. Yeah. You know, and combine the internet and combine the fact that I can run um, literally five or six businesses really lean with tech and all this good stuff. It's like, well, you could cobble together that paycheck a handful of different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I didn't give him that full earful, but I, I gave him the Cliff Notes version. Um, and uh, it's just, I just want everyone to feel that they're not stuck in a lane and I want everyone to feel that their interest isn't that weird and that there is a market for what they're obsessed about because it's proven okay that there's someone out there for you with the power of transmitting your message infinite times the reach now is incredible if you're good at something now everyone can know about it yeah I'm gonna give you a short story so we we can wrap it up with this because it it's on point to exactly what you just said. And I've said it before. It's a bonsai tree story. I've said mm. it a thousand times. Yeah. People probably hate me for it at this point. But um, well, I haven't heard it. <laughs> exactly why I'm sharing it. Um, but it, it ties in perfectly. Uh, there was uh, an intern who she came into the office one day and, and she was uh, she was looking at what she wanted to do for the rest of her career. She was studying. Oh, what do I want to do? You know, I'm, I'm here for an internship in banking. I'm going to sit with the managers, with uh, investments. I do small business. And she comes with me to small business with her. Um, she goes to the manager. All right, learns about management. Goes to investments, learns about investments. And then she comes to me and she goes, oh, I want to learn about business because maybe one day mm-hmm. I want to own my own, my own business. And I'm like, cool, fuck all that. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. She's like, well, um, I, I, you know, one day, you know, I want to get a good job, you know, after school and, and, and you know, once I graduate and I want to, you know, get a lot of money. And then what I'm going to do with the money is I'm going to then invest. And then, you know, like in real estate, and then once I get enough, you know, then um, then I can retire and, you know, hopefully I can retire young and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, wouldn't everybody want to do that? Right. right and right. I go, okay, let's say you're there already. Right. You made it. You have your investments. You have all the money. You don't have to work. Right. What would you do then? She goes, well, this is going to sound really stupid, but I really like bonsai trees. Okay. And I'm like, go on. I'm, I'm here. Like, I have my podcast at this point. Like, you know, I, like, I have my own thing right. that I love. Right. You know? I'm like. Why? Why bonsai trees? Like, why do you feel that's stupid? She goes, well, because, you know, it takes care. And my parents, you know, they do this and they would garden it, whatever. Five minutes about fucking bonsai trees. And I'm like, cool. Okay. So I'm like, you would rather wait all this time doing everything you hate that you don't even care about doing right. to then ultimately get to the end and then start your bonsai tree story? What are you waiting for? Why don't right. you do something now? So now I fast forward the other day, one of my good friends his friend, I met, I met him, and he he sells bonsai trees. His story is, one day he really liked them. He bought one. Right. He posted it on social media. Now he sells them. He has a full garden in his backyard of bonsai trees, and he has people showing up to the front of his house, yeah. Nick, waiting for him to sell bonsai trees. In fact, my friend who was telling me the story, he says, as I was leaving, there was a car that drives by, and he goes, hey. Are you the guy that sells the bonsai trees? And he goes, yeah. yeah. He goes, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to be here next week. At the end of the week, I'm waiting to get paid, but I just want to make sure you're going to be here. He goes, yeah, 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 I'll be here. Drives off. And I'm like, there's this one girl, poor girl, right, who's here worrying about trying to 
get a good job, to save enough money, uh-huh. to then retire, to work on her fucking passion of bonsai trees, yet this kid, who I don't even know if he has a fucking education, fucking just buys trees and resells them. Right. And he finds his passion. And now, he again, like I said, he has a full garden. He has an Instagram page where he's marketing this as he being an expert because he's so passionate about yeah. bonsai trees. He took the route of saying, you know what, if this is what I love, I'm going to go after it. Directly. Mm. Yeah. I fuck, I, dude, I'm not going to lie. I fucking like bonsai trees, too. <laughs> and probably more after that. I actually got my own bonsai tree after that story. Dude, I got fucking did. pumped. But it just goes to show you. You're like, going to spend your whole life working in a bank just so you could touch those little trees at the end, 20 years, 10, 30 20 years, years later? What the fuck Play is with the, the trees now. Play with everybody. the trees now. Play with your trees now. I love it. I think that's a great way to find it. That was a good one, right? Love right. that story. So, with that being said, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we must come to an end. <sighs> it's time to break up, Mr. Nicholas Crown. Uh, we're going to give you the final thoughts moment. Anything mm. that you would like to say to your younger self, message to the world, something that's you live passionately with. Mm. If you can share it to the camera, and then after that, sell yourself where they can find you, all the good stuff. Yep. The stage is yours. You can say it to the camera, say it to us, however you feel comfortable. Yeah. The thing that I would say to my younger self is. Keep asking yourself, does this feel right? Do I like this? Keep asking yourself over and over and over again. And be patient. You're going to get smarter. It's going to be okay. But just make sure. Check in a little bit. Because even now where I am, and I'm nowhere near where I want to go, I still do this. And this is how I stay sharp this is how I stay on the right track. Um, and this is what keeps me honest to my passion. You know, this is what keeps me close to my uh, bonsai trees, you know. See how that works? Hey, that man, was... you picked up a couple of things. Yeah, you like that. Sure, yeah. Play with your trees. Yeah, play with the trees. <laughs> <laughs> this, it sounds inappropriate, but it's... I kind of uh, like it. I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, look... I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, you guys have told have taught me through through this that I need to do this all the time because I'm learning through the process of talking with you guys. Yeah, I'm reorganizing my thoughts, and I feel I feel like I'm walking out of this room smarter and more equipped to do what I need to do. Sharper. And the yeah. beautiful thing is that we feel, at least I feel the same way. And I, I'm sure Chris does as well. And this is the whole point of having this conversation and bringing on people and who know more about, you know, about certain things and, and maybe in other things a little bit less. But it's, it's the beauty about it. Beauty, beauty, talking to people, connecting. And I, I hope we'll see you again. I, I think this episode was great. I'm very happy that you joined us. I think yeah, it's also pleasure. important to, um, to, to approach things with uh, vulnerability a little bit, to really be able to identify and try to be as comfortable as possible with being yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's where the true organic conversations come where we're, we let ourselves listen, be open to learn, mm-hmm. to yeah. create those opportunities. Yeah, being empathetic. So with you know. that being said, ladies and gentlemen, oh, Mr. Crown, where can we find you? Yeah. Oh yeah, just uh, Nicholas Crown, you know, 
Just type that in. Just Google it and, and it'll pop up. <laughs> you'll see us right face. away. Yeah. Guys, you can't avoid like Yeah, guys, at this so point. Celebrity yeah. at this point. <laughs> you're going to see it. You're just going to The algorithm is my, I've tricked it to showing this shit to you guys over and over. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You don't have a choice. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, you don't need to look too you hard. You swipe on Instagram, motherfucker, I see you everywhere. Instagram, yeah. TikTok, can't yeah. escape you. You Not can't escape. My you close one app, you open up the other one, it's him again. You're like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> it's just the way I like it, okay? Yeah, yeah, that was guys. I'm not going to change a thing about that. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Nick, with that being so said, Nick, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Until See you soon. Time. Ciao, Peace. guys.